The presenting sponsor of Hori Marmot is Big Sky Snowman, Inc., offering residential, commercial, and subdivision truck and blower services, plus hand shoveling. Big Sky's hardest-working snow professionals, Big Sky Snowmen, offers unparalleled customer service. When it snows, the Chapins and their crew will be there to make sure you can keep living the dream. Industry insiders say it's all thanks to their reliance on only the best, most modern equipment available, plus the family atmosphere they create for their staff. For a free estimate, go to BigSkySnowman.com and fill out the Contact Us tab in the upper right-hand corner. Corner? Corner. Corner, yeah. When snow blocks your way, call Mac Chapin and say, hey. Hey. Hey, Mac. Hey, Mac. I know. I got snow in my way. You might get Carrie on the way. You could. That's but true. yes, I, uh, real quick thing about the Chapins. What is that? Uh, after we got back from surgery, they brought over uh, a meal, which, you know, they were like, we're never going to bring you some stew. And um, a meal's not really doing it justice. Yeah. So, I, like I said, they said that. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. Which, by the way, like, we're humbled by this community that has come, like, to our aid bringing meals because I am a T Rex right now. I can't really use my arms or lift anything. And, getting things down from the cabinets with tongs and stools. Um, and yet today I hit myself in the face with a thing of vitamin E because um, it was on the top shelf. You got to stop putting things on the top shelf. This is supposed to be about the Chapins. Anyway, the Chapins brought us not only elk stew, but a bunch of wild game to keep in our freezer throughout this time, which is incredible because I did not bag an elk this season like I thought I was going to. And um, so, yeah, just had to get cancer to get the elk. So it, so maybe next year you get cancer so we can get Point is, elk. they're good people. No, they're amazing They're people. great. And the stew was delicious. All right. So call them. Call them for snow removal. And also, just if you want to know those honey spots where you can find some elk, they won't tell you. Nobody yeah. ever does. Go to BigSkySnowman.com. <laughs> see if that's on there, too. You all never right. know. <laughs> you never know. Sorry. You can delete all this. Welcome to Hori Marmot, the official podcast of the Big Sky community and pretty much Montana's only comedy podcast. On the triumphant return of Hori Marmot, I interview Michelle about her recent double mastectomy and breast reconstruction surgery with nipple and nerve sparing. Grizzly stuff. Plus, we give you an audio tour of the Great Wolf Lodge in Stockton, California. Wow, grizzlies and wolves. All in the same topic. It's good stuff. Plus, uh, we have a special guest sitting in. Yeah, My mom, Amanda Borden Grommer. How's it going, yes. Mom? It's fine, thanks. I've enjoyed being here with you guys. Uh-huh. I know. We had fun. We went out and had sushi last night and Big Sky, and she got to see my town and gave it's her like a tour. It's one of like the perks tour. of breast cancer, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> uh, it, yeah. One of the perks has been the ridiculous amount of support from family and friends and, you know, all the wonderful gifts and the meals and stuff that I never expected because, I don't know, I, is everybody like that when you feel like you're unliked by most people? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, people like me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It seems like maybe, maybe it is. That's why I call it, myself yeah, Badger. I'm like, I live down in this hole and, you know, I only come out every once in a while, but... Yeah, it's been humbling, Plus, to say mom, the least. Plus, mom gets to come out here during mud months. Mud months? My first time. Help in, with laundry. My first time <laughs> during mud months. I've been here in the snow skiing, and I've been here in the summer <clears throat> to take a little brief break from the heat and humidity of Alabama. That's right. At that time of the year. So it's so far, I've enjoyed and now, it. This, shoulder this season. Time. Yeah, it's great. It's quiet. 
It's good. All right. Like so it. let's, let's uh, gonna, make it across the golf course. I'm going to interview Michelle it. about uh, huh. her recent experiences. The reason that we've been away for a couple of weeks. Yeah. First of we all, tried just, to record something. It doesn't, didn't No. Uh, no. How, <laughs> how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, uh, this week I was actually more tired than the first week post-surgery, which I, I don't know. I haven't had time to Google anything, but I imagine it has something to do with the adrenaline of everything that happened. Um, and also, uh, but yeah, I've been in more pain this week than the first week, which is bizarre. But the pain is from my nerves waking up. So um, when your nerves wake up, you're pretty sensitive. Like everything feels like it's like sunburned. And you do have a little bit of cadaver nerve tissue inside yeah. of you, right? So yeah. that's got to wake up. And So on top of the little bit of cadaver in my jaw, I yeah. have somebody else's nerves in my boobs, you know? Haunted boobs. I'm, I'm haunted all over the place. I know. I'm going to start wandering the house. <laughs> having midnight snacks that I never used to have. But uh, she speaks Mandarin now. I know. It's so weird. I know. <laughs> serial killer. I never knew. Oops. I have a serial killer's boob. Well good. You you look good. Oh, that's nice for you to say that. You feel good at, uh, like at this moment. Pretty though. soon. Yeah. No, you look great. Oh thanks. Uh pretty soon you're gonna get to start doing cardio again. You're excited about that. Yes. Tomorrow I can actually do something that raises my heart rate. I've had to. I know that maybe people have seen me going on hikes or doing uh casual things walks. outside, casual walks, but it's the you don't get the context, which is Joe's like walking very fast up a hill and I'm like Sweetheart, I can't. I, I need you to slow down. Or I'll allowed. just wait. I was like, can you just wait for me? Um, I can't walk up. It. Especially in San Francisco. Some of those hills, I the poor boys, they were like, oh, oh, mom. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll walk slow with you. Because I was just slowly ambling up a hill. Because those are legitimate city hills. But it works out well for the, the those of us who enjoy a nice walk. Heck yeah. Don't feel like we need to run everywhere. Right, mom? Yeah. Joe's so excited. Yes. He finally yes. gets the wife he's always wanted. The walker. <laughs> I enjoy walking too. So thank yes. you for including me. I know. I know. Great walks. So where is the cancer currently? Um, it's pr the pathology. It's probably in the path lab still okay. in San Francisco. They cut it all out of you. Cut it all out of you. They keep it for a while. And I think they run some tests on it, but also um, I've got to get some information to my oncologist and also my father who has been doing just a ridiculous amount of research throughout all this wants to, um, keep that and actually freeze it because later on, if anything ever comes back, you can use that pathology against the new cancer. I like that. Yeah. But it was Gene a therapy. successful surgery. It was. It was. Except for right afterwards. <laughs> yes. Dr. Pellet. Yeah. The, no, the surgery was amazing. Uh, Anne and Ziv, uh, their husband and wife team, he is a nerve surgeon and she is a breast cancer surgeon and plastic surgeon. Um, and yes, I definitely looked at all the pictures of the boobs that she has reconstructed before mm -hmm. I chose the doctor that could give you boobs that look the most like your other ones, your old ones, but better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, they were fantastic. They did a nerve block before the surgery. So I came out and they wouldn't let you eat. Yeah, that sucked. I couldn't yeah. eat anything until 5 p.m. So I made sure I was texting Joe right before I went under, like, here are the foods that I want when I come out of surgery. And he brought it to me, and I didn't even remember eating it until he told me the other day. He was like, yeah, you ate the salad because I was like, I need salad. Obviously, my body probably wants it. But eat the soup made me sick because in my stupor, I asked for oxycodone. Well, I didn't ask for it. They were like, do you need whatever drug it is? with coding and i was like sure because i was starting to feel like some give me anything pain or yeah. whatever 
and um, they gave it to me. And immediately I was like, why did I say that? Why did I say that? Because I can't take that stuff. I can't take any narcotic. Really, you were unpleasant to be around when that was in your system. I'm sorry. I know I was though. Like Joe was just like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm just going to throw up. And I don't remember having a conversation with anyone, but I think I had multiple. Who gave me this pill? I hate it. Yeah. Joe was like, you got up to pee a lot of times. One time he thought you were going to throw up. And I was like, yeah. Could barely enjoy the movie Stripes with Bill Murray. Oh God. See, I totally forgot about that too. Yeah, we watched Stripes. Oh, I don't even think I watched it. that was before all the Bill Murray stuff came out and he got canceled and we're not supposed to watch his stuff anymore. I still like him. Maybe that's somebody else's business and not ours. But you stayed, business. You stayed overnight in the hotel. I stayed there, or in the hospital, sorry, in the surgery center. Yeah, Presidio. Yeah. Who was fantastic. They were very nice. They, they brought were, me all yeah. the things. All her nurses there were so nice. Oh, that Great. breakfast the next morning. I just yeah. remembered that. I had like a sweet potato burrito or something. Uh, Yeah, would it have plantains in it? Plantains. Yeah, you were so excited I that loved you had it. a breakfast burrito with plantains. I really... <laughs> I like food, guys. I like food. Um, but it went great. Thank you to everyone involved. Uh, thank you, Joe, for sleeping by my side in a recliner all night. I did. I and did then getting into a hospital bed with me the next day because I wanted you to sit by me. <laughs> also, you wanted to see if you could fit. <laughs> yeah, and I could. I'm skinny. Uh, I can't. But I, I can't help but notice that your drain bags are missing. Yes. Why is that? Um, I stopped finally, this is gross, but yeah, I stopped, I stopped leaking out a lot of fluid. Um, my right side, because that's where they took the lymph nodes out, which came out to be clear and non-cancerous. Um, that was amazing news, but yeah, they took the drain bags out, um, two days ago. The second one. Yeah. The second one. My left one was taken out like a week ago and then the other one was taken out a few days ago and man. In Bozeman. In Bozeman, I met Dr. Ridgway, uh, the plastic surgeon here. She's fantastic, and um, she'll be handling some of my post-op care. Um, I like her a whole bunch, Emily Ridgway. Her and Paulette actually went to, they both went to Harvard. She and Pellet. She and Pellet. Yeah. Because you don't say her and somebody did something. She and and Pellet. Oh, my God. I'm going to punch you right now. (laughs) Sorry. No, no, no. She and Pellet. Um he he does this to his mother too sometimes corrects grammatical stuff well <laughs> it's I, good though we could talk about how joe has always tried to make me laugh at in opportune moments and <laughs> he succeeds usually <laughs> yes but anyway yes uh, she and Pellad went to the same school and are colleagues so they okay. kind of work together here um which is very nice. So I'll be able to do the post op. But yeah, that the drain bags didn't where well, they weren't fun. It was walking around literally with tubes coming out of your breasts that were attached to like a suction bulb yeah. that was about the size of a pear. Um, it was like the Matrix. It was gross. And Joe drained them every night, which I didn't ask and you to do. And every morning. And every morning. Diligently. Didn't ask him to do it, but he really thought because I was in such a weird stupor when they were explaining the whole thing to me. Post-op stuff is strange when Those, they're telling you. The logs matter. You got to log in the yeah the cc's of liquid that we're draining out and of And now you. you've laminated it, Joe, because I said, I want to yeah, save for stuff. For posterity, you asked me to do that. Yeah. You laminated all our logs. I did. Uh, anyway, your mom and dad came out to San Francisco yes. to, to be with us and to be nursemaids. Uh-huh. And uh, they ended up having a nice little vacay a, out of it. I know. Mom and dad thought they were going to be just literally by my bedside the whole time, like, you know, changing dressings and doing all that stuff. But I got out of the hospital. So surgery was at, it ended at 6 p.m. on Thursday. Friday at like 10.30 a.m. we were released. 
A little after that, but yeah. 1130, whatever. We went and met my parents and then went to, did we go to Stinson Beach that day? Didn't we really? I think we did. Oh my God. Yeah. Because yeah. the neck, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize it was that on top I was of fine though. Yeah. I mean, you I was not fine. You did not enjoy riding in the car. No, still don't. Yeah. It's like because they did the reconstruction immediately after and the tissue hasn't had time to like solidify and adhere. It's like imagine if somebody stretched out a few parts of your skin. First of all, cut what was in there out and then put like oranges in there. And they're like, let's go on a hayride. You know, it's it hurts. (laughs) It really hurts. Any bump. I'm going to take your word for it. I don't. I don't yeah. want that experience. No. But we did, yeah, we went to Stenson Beach. We hit Sonoma. Maybe Lovely. The, the next the day next or day. something. Next day. Next day. Uh, went for awesome nature hikes through Redwood Groves on Mount Tam. Yes. And people were like, how are you it. going on these hikes? And I'm like, I'm walking very slowly. Like I did. I was walking at it. But it was so beautiful. The redwoods and the ferns. It was just a magical. Mount Tam has always been magical because I used to work up in Marin. Um, and I would take walks with Wallace and his little Bob stroller up there. And, um, it is a redwood trees have an energy to them. I know I sound all woo woo, but like they do like being around them. They're ancient and gorgeous. And the ferns, I saw slugs the size of bananas. They may have been banana slugs. I don't know. (laughs) I should probably have Googled it, but there was a slug that was giant. We talked to each other. It's a prehistoric slug. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a far cry from what I was expecting, which was that you would be bedridden and we would be waiting on you yeah. hand and foot, taking turns, bringing you smoothies Yeah, that you could sip while you were just in a pain pill induced stupor. But no, nope. drinking wine, eating cheese. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and that is partly due to the fact that I have my dad out there and I refuse to take narcotics, which I think can sometimes, you know, help you stay still which might, might have been good. I don't know. Um, but he managed my pain in a non-addictive or non-painful uh, way. I'm not painful. I'm sorry. I just, whenever I think of coding, I think of barfing and dizziness. Those are the yeah. two things that happen to me when I take it. So, um, And also I maybe the, pro- the professionalism of the surgeons and the nursing team. Like, I think those people mm-hmm. also set you up for success, which was Definitely. awesome. We have a lot of people to thank. Outside of that group, we yeah. our incredible support network that we've had, uh, and the meal train here in Big Sky. We have so many friends locally who have stepped up. Oh my and gosh, family I know. Members, our so. meal train is full. It's full of passengers. <laughs> um, choo choo. I know. We're on the way. Don't even. You're gonna delete. You know. Um, what, let, tell me this. What was the single worst thing about the whole experience? The oxycodone after the surgery. That time yeah where you're like just i was dizzy like insanely dizzy because i remember i remember at one point looking at you i was like i feel like the room is spinning and i feel like barfing yeah and that was only because of the painkillers i just i think i might be allergic to them i don't know okay can't handle (laughs) uh and how about the single best thing about the whole experience um it was the tiki uh the tiki room staying at the fairmont i love the fairmont san francisco i used to stay there for work and um i love how opulent the inside is and you know all the all the architecture and gold paneling and it's on top of a hill in the knob hill neighborhood you can see you know down into san francisco joe and i went on like a 5 a.m walk 
the next morning. It's close to Grace Cathedral, one of your favorite yeah, spots. Yeah, it's close to Grace Cathedral. Um, but yeah, they have but the underneath, room. Yeah, underneath the Fairmont, they have the Tonga Room. And that oh. um, that is one of the oldest, coolest tiki bars in our country. Uh, I think Anthony Bourdain said something along the lines of like, this is one of the best places in, on earth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry you missed it, Mom. We'll have to take you back sometime. We'll have to take you to Tiki. But yeah, it's... Get you um, some really strong drinks there. It's, it's basically in the basement. Sit on your butt. They, yeah, Tiki drinks are strong. Uh, Jen Westerlin and I went on a Tiki bar crawl once, and I did not know uh, how strong they were because they're super sweet. And you're just like, these are... It's like a Long Island iced tea, but like multiples. Um, but yeah, we went down into the basement of the Fairmont, which is the Tonga, um, and... It used to be the pool for the Fairmont, the Tonga. So there's this giant pool in the middle of the restaurant, and all the chairs and the bar is sort of situated around this pool where it rains occasionally. Uh, you ha- you hear the thunder, and you see the little lightning flashes, and you hear bird sounds, and then all of a sudden rain falls into this pool in the middle of the restaurant. <laughs> and there's a boat that's like at the – not the helm. The far end. The far end. Yeah. It's at the far end of the pool where a band performs. And, and, and it's it was a real a, boat. It's it, it, it's it is rocking while they're it's rocking while they're singing. And the just singer waiting was, for the drummer to start puking at yeah, some point. <laughs> it's otherworldly. And I would like to thank my sister Martha for making that reservation for us. She like called it's hard to get into the Tonga. And she called and she was like, here's the deal. This is what my sister just went through. She loves the Tonga, she loves the Fairmont. Let's make this happen. And they did. They got us in. And as we were eating dinner, um, the band starts playing. And the dinner was phenomenal. My drink was far too strong because at one point Smith looked at me. He was like, Mom, you're drunk, aren't you? And I was <laughs> like, yeah, buddy, but it's fine. It's fine. I've had a rough week. Um, and also, we were cheersing to the fact that my lymph nodes had come back. Totally. Negative. Yep. Um, no cancer Great in those. News. And tumor margins were clear. But um, – the band was playing and she stopped and she wished someone a happy birthday. And those who know me know how obsessed I am with my birthday. And it's not the attention seeking. It's the day you were born. And if you don't celebrate it, then you might not love yourself enough. It's, it's the day you came on into this earth and it's your one time a year. (laughs) And maybe I'll make it last a month. (laughs) One month a year. (laughs) One month a year where it's like, you know what? I have, I, I have struggled inside a womb to come out on this day and become who I am and I'm going to celebrate me which I like anyway so they announced happy birthday to some schmuck in their audience there's some guy <laughs> and I thought oh really <laughs> so I looked at Joe and I was like you should tell him it's my birthday because after she said that she was like if anybody else has some birthdays just come up and let us know and that's all I, I needed think to that's hear. That's what she said. She if, said if, that. If anybody else has a birthday, then consider this next song for you, or something like that. She was not inviting people to come up, but yeah, she said neither here nor there. Mm, it's here, but um. <laughs> so we went back and forth. This was not a moment where you think I'm not one of those wives. It's like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. She was not I looked at Joe and I was like, "You're going up there." <laughs> no, I wasn't mean about it. But I was like. Go up there. Go. I was like, I'll go up there and tell him it's my birthday. And he was like, no, you shouldn't do that. And I was like, Smith, will you? He goes, I don't like to talk to strangers. And I was like, oh, whatever, 13-year-old. There was no graceful way to approach this band. They're on a boat. But there was a graceful way. And you found it. Uh, Ish. Joe went up there and told him it was my birthday. And also, which I didn't know, he told them, uh, 
about my cancer. Cancer free as of today. As cancer free as of today that I just found that out. So we're sitting there eating and they finished their song and she was like, we'd like to wish a very happy birthday to Michelle and also congratulate her on being cancer free as of today. And like some, how did people know it was me? Maybe because I was like, hey. yeah, yeah, I think she kind of motioned motion toward you towards me. So the whole restaurant looks at me and they start clapping and they're like, Woo-hoo! yeah. And the previous guy who it was just his birthday, people were like, eh, eh, no real reaction to that. But when they said the thing about Michelle, whole place just erupts. Yeah. It was a nice moment. Oh, it was great. I totally teared up. I was like, this is a great, this is a great situation. So thank you for going out there and saying something. It made me feel special after you badgered me into doing it. Having a, I know better. Uh, after having the kind of month that no one should ever have. Um, and yeah. so we had the opulence of staying at the Fairmont. Mm-hmm. Before that, we had the opulence of staying at our friend's amazing house in Mill Valley. Yep. Tensley Hudson, and Thomas Hudson, Hudson Wiley. Wiley. Just such a fantastic act of generosity. They on a bluff on Mount Tam on overlooking the city. But Absurd. sandwiched between all that opulence, we went to the Great Wolf Lodge. Yeah. Um, what possessed us to stay at the Great Wolf Lodge in Stockton, California, so less than a week after your invasive procedure? My children are fans of theme parks, and they get that from me, except for Great Wolf is the theme park that I am not a huge fan of. But I am absolutely uh, in love with seeing my children uh, do things that make them happy. And Wallace loves a wave pool. Smith loves a slide. Joe, you actually really, that was another reason I booked it. Joe has always told me he loves water parks. I like going down water slides. He loves water parks. Yeah. (laughs) He has always, he's always loved going down water slides. I can attest to that as his mother. We've we've actually taken in Canada's Wonderland. How many people have been there? Because when (laughs) we went to Toronto, he insisted, but we've got to go to the water park that's nearby. That's so funny. See? Yeah. I so do. I did I it for the three of you And it was their spring break as well. Yeah. You know, we forced them to go to San Francisco for mom's double mastectomy. Yeah. Let's try to make it as fun as possible for yeah. the kids so it's a spring break trip as well. And we forced them to go to wine tastings yeah. and all that other stuff. But they actually had fun on the wine did, tasting yeah. day. They liked the rosés the best. They did. Probably. Yeah. I let my <laughs> I let my 13-year-old and 9-year-old taste like a little wine every once in a while. Yeah. You're very this. European in that way and not shaving your pits, but... Every, every other way, you're American. <laughs> I totally shave my fits. I can't shave the right one very well because there's stitches in it right now. So we're staying at Great Wolf Lodge. <laughs> Michelle would occasionally escape to Costco, uh, which was in walking distance. I only did that once. Uh, but I was at the Great Wolf Lodge for basically two days straight. I saw so many dudes with stretch marks. Oh. and Don't you have stretch marks? I do not. How dare you? I think you do on your butt. <laughs> But the one, the one thing I'd like to impress upon all of the listeners. Oh, wait, you are so snooty right now. You used to have a, a little bit of a belly, and now that you've lost it, you're all like all these stretch mark. Mur, 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 this is a, a different kind. level. Body positive. Too. All right, great. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, the place, Great Wolf Lodge, indoor water park, hotel. Mm-hmm. It's like a kid mecca. But it's incredibly loud. It's Disneyland, but enclosed, mm-hmm. kind of. And uh, so I thought what we could do for you, you guys, our listeners, the the whores out there, mm-hmm. is we are going to give you now an audio tour of the Great Wolf Lodge in Stockton, California, so that you can feel like you're there. Right. I was in my room doing homework. Okay. During whatever Joe's doing. So here we go.
Words alone cannot do justice to the sheer volume of every common area at the Great Wolf Lodge, so we invite you to experience the ear-shattering clatter for yourself as Hoary Marmot takes you on an audio walkabout. <laughs> Please keep in mind that, according to science, exposure to any noise above 70 decibels for an extended period may start to damage your hearing. That's, I'm, I'm totally, I should be deaf right now. We begin our tour by entering the lobby. Dozens of children, mostly unaccompanied, scream and scurry in wild hyena herds while Day's parents stand in long lines with suitcases like so many war-torn migrants. Like them, you immediately realize the mistake you have made by coming here. At 75 decibels, this room is louder than a sorority house on squeal day. Perhaps it's just the horrible lobby acoustics. Let's move along to the Adventure Park Ropes Course area. It must be quieter than this. Nope. Also, 75 decibels. How is this possible? The repetitive clanging you hear is the sound of multiple levels of hollow steel tracks that children are tethered to in their climbing harnesses. It's also the soundtrack to your unrelenting psychosis. Adventure for your child, a waking nightmare for you. Each thump of a small sneaker on a stair or a ramp echoes through the caverns of your mind like your steady march toward the sweet, icy embrace of death. Anything would be better than this. There's an arcade, you say? Let's try that. Another mistake. 80 decibels of bleeping, blooping electronic chaos blasting your poor, assaulted ears. An entire Dave and Buster's worth of games crammed into a three-car garage. An employee is literally air-blasting arcade cabinet guts with a pressure gun right next to you. You have now developed an eye twitch. At least your children only want to stay here long enough to win 35,000 tickets so they can afford that non-name brand drone behind the counter. There must be some place of refuge in this godless wolf's den, a relaxation area. Wasn't there a lazy river on the website? Let us go there, to that place of peace. It's an indoor water park. The gushing and whining come in at an eardrum-piercing 85 decibels. Your irreparably damaged hearing is now a blessing, and you pray the heavy waft of chlorine in the air will blend with the inhuman, high-pitched sounds to speed along your early-onset deafness. <laughs> your children will require you to stay here from 9 in the morning until 8 at night. The men with stretch marks are your family now, your pack. You will forge a bond of brotherhood. And though much of your ability to hear will be left behind, the Great Wolf Pack will stay with you forever. I walked down from the room to see everybody because uh, I wanted to see my family swimming. But uh, I found them and they're all like waving. And then I hear this big howl. And the howl indicates that they're going to start the waves yeah. up in the wave pool. So they're yeah. just playing in calm waters, and then all of a sudden the howl happens, and then big waves happen. But the funniest thing was Joe. <laughs> that was before I gave you a haircut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and every time the waves would hit, they were pushing his hair down to where he looked like he had like a monk haircut. Like it was a straight across. 
It was straight across, and I was trying to tell him, like, pull your hair out of your face <laughs> because you look like Dumb and Dumber every time. Good, good times. Yeah. She's so she's so supportive of me. Hey, as soon as she you really slicked your hair back, up. you look like you're very handsome, <laughs> and I don't want you to get a big hat about it. But no, as soon as you slicked your hair back, you looked again like like a stunning man. But okay. yeah, it was just a funny moment. I mean, I look. There have been moments throughout my recovery where you've looked at me and you said, "You said I love you," <laughs> and I knew in that moment I looked like absolute garbage. <laughs> Because it wasn't the kind of, you're so beautiful. It was just like, I love you anyway. I love you in spite of what your current, like, I can't put my hair in a normal ponytail right now. It looks like a tornado. Michelle, I love you. I love you too. But thanks. In that moment though, right? Was I, am I right though? When you <laughs> said it? Not at all. Nope. You look beautiful all the time. Oh, thanks. Lies. So that was our audio <laughs> tour of Great Wolf Lodge. Mom, did you feel like you were there? <laughs> Absolutely. And, um, <clears throat> I do come with a little baggage. I was a speech and hearing major in college. <clears throat> so I, um, I'm a big advocate for hearing preservation. <laughs> um, I would just suggest maybe in investing in some earplugs for such an experience. That's a good, good idea. Thanks for telling me now. I don't want to yeah. knock Great Wolf Lodge too much. No, yes, the microbiology brain in me is totally terrified of that place. Although it was not as warm. The water wasn't as warm as the it last Great Wolf we yeah. went to. Which is good because the temperature, the yeah, the temperature at the last place, I was like, this is perfect yeah. for all kinds of streptococcal. I did stand in line at Dunkin' Donuts for an hour one morning because the boys just had to have donuts and yeah. that was absurd. Do you know what I did? I didn't do that. <sighs> you, you like stayed in bed and slept. I was so jealous. Yeah. Well, maybe you should have a mastectomy. All right. All right. So <laughs> next week we'll get back into our uh, normal Hori Marmot Grove. Grove? Yeah, there's oranges there. What, what kind of Is it lemons? I don't know. Back into own. our groove is what I was attempting to say there. Uh, but for now, that was this week's episode. So thanks for joining us, whores. And uh, thank you for supporting Michelle as we've gone through this. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm literally overwhelmed in not a bad way, but in a, in a way where I just, I feel so lifted up and supported by friends and family and people I haven't seen in a while. Um, just reaching out and doing things, little things, little gifts, even little texts and moments where you didn't really know I needed it. Um, there are some dark moments where I was like, man, that person just texted me in this moment and it made me feel okay. So thanks. Very nice. Sincere, heartfelt. Mom, you get the last word. What's the last word? I appreciate your including me today in this experience, and I enjoy listening to your podcasts. And so I'm a little self-conscious about being a part of it, but... Um, ah, you're doing great. But thank you to their faithful listeners out there. Um, I hope you all have a great week. The Hori Marmot Podcast wouldn't be possible without the generosity of Big Sky's local businesses. Music by Top Flow Production. Hmm.